parents' bedroom. D. In the kitchen of his home. 25. What is Wyland's mind's eye? A. His eyesight. B. His memory. C. His enthusiasm. D. His imagination. 26. What does the underlined word it in the last paragraph refer to? A. Wyland may be Wales' best friend. B. Wyland is good at painting Wales. C. Wyland may know Wales very well. D. Wyland tries his best to protect the ocean. 27. What is the best title for the text? A. 100 Wailing Walls B. The Prince of Wales. See Look Up, Enjoy the Murals D. Never Stop, Follow Your Dream. See. You can't always predict a heavy rain or remember your umbrella. But designer Mikhail Belyev doesn't think that forgetting to check the weather forecast before heading out should result in you getting wet. There's why he created Lampbrella, a lamp post with its own rain-sensing umbrella. Thought it would be appropriate to have a canopy built into a street lamp he said. The Lampbrella is a standard-looking street lamp fitted with an umbrella canopy. It has a built-in electric motor which can open or close the umbrella on demand. Sensors then ensure that the umbrella offers pedestrians shelter whenever it starts raining. In addition to the rain sensor, there's also a 3,600 motion sensor on the fiberglass street lamp which detects whether anyone's using the lampbrella. After three minutes of not being used, the canopy is closed. According to the designer, the lampbrella would move at a relatively low speed so as not to cause harm to the pedestrians. Besides, it would be grounded to protect from possible lighting strike. Each lampbrella would offer enough shelter for several people. Two meters off the ground, it would only be a danger for the tallest of pedestrians. While there are no plans to take the lampbrella into production, Belyev says he recently introduced his creation to one Moscow department, and insists this creation could be installed on any street where a lot of people walk but there are no canopies to provide shelter. 28. For what purpose did Belyev create the lampbrella? 
A. To protect people from the rain. B. To check the weather forecast. C. To predict a heavy rain. D. To remind people to take an umbrella. 29. What do we know from Believe's words in paragraph 2? A. He enjoyed taking walks in the rain. B. Street lamps are protected by canopies. C. It rains a lot in the city of St. Petersburg. D. His creation was inspired by an experience. 30. What does paragraph 5 mainly tell us about the lamprella? A. Its moving speed. B. Its appearance. C. Its safety. D. Its installation. 31. What can be inferred from the last paragraph? A. The designer will open a company to promote his product. B. The designer is confident that his creation is practical. C. The lamprella could be put into immediate production. D. The lamprella would be put on show in Moscow. D. In a faraway area in northern Mexico, there lives a native Indian group called the Tarahumaras, Tarahumara, besides owning some cooking tools and farming equipment, the Tarahumaras exist much as they did before the Spanish arrived in the 1600s. They live in caves or in small houses made of stone and wood, and they eat what little they can grow on the dry land. Ten years ago, linguist, linguist, James Copeland entered the world of the Tarahumaras to study their language and culture. Since then, he has been visiting the Tarahumaras three or four times a year. Tarahumara is not a written language, so part of Copeland's project was to learn to speak Tarahumara so that he could deal directly with the people. There are no language police, Copeland says. Children are seldom corrected by their parents. They learn by observation of speech in conversations and by imitation. Copeland learned the language through his frequent exposure to it and by analyzing the grammar. His linguistic skills and mastery of German, Spanish, French, and Russian, plus a partial knowledge of some twenty other languages, also helped. Drawing on his research, C. Opaland plans to produce a Tarahumara grammar book in English and perhaps one in Spanish. 
The idea to study the Tarahumaras came to Copeland in 1984 when he discovered that very little research had been done on their language. He got in touch with a Tarahumara Indian called Lornazo Gonzalez through a social worker who worked with the Tarahumaras in the border town of Juarez, Mexico. At first, Gonzalez was very reluctant to cooperate. He told Copeland that no amount of money could buy his language. But after Copeland explained to him what he intended to do with his research and how it would benefit the Tarahumaras, Gonzalez agreed to help and took Copeland to his village. Over a period of a year our relationship became closer and warmer, says Copeland. Thanks to him, the Tarahumaras started trusting us and understood what we were doing. 32 What can we learn about the Tarahumaras? A. They have a strict education system. B. They live a very simple and hard life. C. They arrived in Mexico with the Spanish. D. They are good at agriculture and architecture. 33. According to Copeland, learning to Rahumara. A. Is no easy task. B. Is a waste of time.